0: The NBA season is back. Yes, sir. Yo, it's your man, Jay Ham, resident poop historian for 94feetoflife.com, checking in for the eighteen nineteen campaign. Yes, it is on and popping once again. And, of course, just like any other year in the previous past, what, four or five years? You dropped the jewels on 94feetoflife.com. So get with us, man, on the Anchor app. Follow us on Facebook. 94feetoflife.com as well with the website. And you can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at, at 94feetoflife.com on IG and at 94FOL hoops
1: on Twitter. Highlight at us, Chief.
0: 94feetoflife.com. You know what I mean? We got our own website out here. We got a whole website out here with all of these podcasts, all of these blogs, and a lot more good information. So make sure you tune in. So, Germ, talk to the people before I go in.
1: Man, what's going on, man? Well, I'm, listen, in the words of Trav, I got time today. And you know, we're <laughs> here, and we going hey, all we're going to say is, man, like me and MJ always say, hey, y'all, just, just stand back and let us cook real quick. We got it.
0: Yeah, man, you already know. We got to cook real quick. So, Chuck, man, um... Did you see the uh, live video when I was talking about a new defense in the NBA? Because that's what I want to talk about starting off. Then we
1: can go over wherever you want to talk about. It. Yeah, I seen I seen that, I seen the masterpiece that you put together there. Um, by using by using Allen Iverson and, and, and talking about players being more active when it comes to um seeing man, seeing the ball and those principles, I mean, it pretty much goes back to the fundamentals of basketball. So if if you're not playing fundamental defense, you're not going to you're not going to be able to survive in this NBA. And I think that's a problem with one particular team that I got to get some things off my chest with. But (laughs) besides that, bringing the whole hedge aspect of it, I've been saying that for like the last three years. Why are the bigs not stepping up collectively and basically, basically looking at the guard right in his eyes and saying, "No, we're not doing this, Chief. We're not doing it like this. Why are they not stepping up further?" And bigger picture is, once he steps up, the guard kind of got to has to do a little bit of a kind of sink back a little bit to try to impede the progress of the other big, and then come back around to to get him back in front of his man. They gotta they gotta work together. You can't can't <laughs> play individual defense against great offensive teams. It just doesn't work that way. So go ahead. I'm going to let you cook.
0: Now, first off, you hold that thought because for there's this a couple of people that don't know what we're talking about because they probably didn't see the live. So, um, if you haven't noticed, um, a couple days ago, um, the Bulls got a 90-piece hung on them in the half. 90-piece. Now, I know the Warriors are good, but, but damn it, I don't think any team is that good. It's, it's a collection of some things. It ain't just the you just balling, but it's also something that's not happening on the defensive end so it made me go in the lap so these are the four major things that we figured out the first thing I thought of of my own as a counter because when you see something special you have to treat it special right absolutely I can't treat a dime piece like a nickel and expect to keep it unless you got low self-esteem like a nickel mm. So,
1: Ooh, I, I heard a sound. A sound bite.
0: <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta move accordingly and adjust. So right now, Golden State is a whole dime piece out here, and everybody treating them like they normal on defense, and they're not. So this is the one thing that I added in. I'm not letting them get the first initiation of their offense off. I'm playing defense while I'm on offense. How the hell you doing that, Myer? Easy. I'm assigning a person, or maybe only two people, really one. I'm assigning one person to crash the boards. Everybody else, you get your ass back. Get back. Because what they want to do is, whether the ball goes in or in the, whether the ball misses, they want to advance it with the pass. Golden State throws over 320 passes a game, which is why they average so many turnovers. The more you pass the ball, the more likely the turnovers. But the problem is the turnovers that they're throwing aren't leading to points. Which means there's not enough pass deflections. There's not enough intercepted passes. There's not enough harassment on the passer. They still with me, Jeremy, because I'm about to preach today.
1: Yeah, well, listen, and just to throw one more thing in. When, when you said the, the biggest key thing that you just said is they're not leading to points. Why? Because those passes are either going out of bounds or they're making a pass in which it's a one-on-one situation or a two-on-one situation. And it turns into either a layup or the, the ball get dribbled off of somebody's foot, off somebody's leg. It's something that happens that's more self-inflicted or a bad pass or maybe maybe the defender made a good play, but it just didn't translate to the other team being able to make something happen off
0: more often times than not, their turnovers is because they did it. It wasn't because the defense initiated it. And that is the key. So, they probably just threw it behind her because Curry's known for throwing at least one behind the back pass per three games that just goes nowhere. we like, well, what was he on? <laughs> he's, he's prone <laughs> to at least one, right? <laughs> and it's a turnover, but it goes out of bounds. No harm, no foul. They get to set up on defense, lock you up, and shoot it again. So, yeah, they're turnovers, but it's not hurting enough. So, what you have to do is you have to put yourself in a situation in which you become the aggressor on these turnovers. So, like I stated, that's just me. I would probably send two, the more that I'm thinking about it. I would send my point guard to Crash. And I will also probably send, if I'm guarding Golden State now. Now, if there's anybody else, it's like, whatever. But if I'm guarding Golden State, I'm sending my point guard. And I am sending... My power small for Whatever position Draymond is playing. I'm sending those to. You want to know why? Because Draymond and Curry are the ones initiating the offense.
1: And Draymond may be the maybe maybe the, the best actual uh he may be their best passer.
0: Yes. And that's kind of scary. So this is what happens. If, if people don't notice this, off of miss or make, what's happening is this. Draymond may get the rebound. He's not looking for Steph at all. He takes a one dribble or a two dribble hard push. KD and Clay is somewhere in the wings or corners. He's letting that thing go. Then what? That's what's happening. And Clay either go catch or shoot it because he has no need to dribble at all. He has even no desire to dribble. Or you go going have KD in a one-on-one situation. And he gets three seconds to cook because that's about as long as it's going to take for everybody to get down on the floor.
1: KD's three seconds feel like 10.
0: Exactly. So when you guard them. So 30, about 25 to 30 of their points is coming off of just that. We can't give that up anymore. (laughs) We cannot give them the easy stuff. It's hard enough guarding them as is. We cannot give that up. So, like I said, I'm sending four people back. The only reason I'm sending four people back, because I want that extra person to kind of play a rover situation in the half court to be able to take away that pass and deflect that pass. Like, nah, no, y'all take that ball out and run some offense. But, but, if you, if you send two and have three back, that's fine as well. I just need for my three to really commit to getting back and getting in the passing lane. Not commit to going to the paint. See, that's the difference, too. Everybody is sprinting back and sprinting towards the paint. They sprinting to the wings.
1: Man, you can't... First of all, you got to (laughs) pick up your man at half court with with, with certain teams. You got to pick up your man damn near at half court. I mean, are you... (laughs) We getting to the stage in the NBA where half court has to be the place where defense starts. I mean... If you don't start a half court, um, I, I mean, traditional defenses that we've seen, we've seen people run 12. 12 is pretty much a, a, a one one man up top, two men behind him pretty much, and two men behind that playing around, uh, around the painted area. What happens with that is once the, the point guard commits to one side of the floor, that person comes and immediately traps. Them defenses is cool, but not against teams like Golden State, man. All these zones and trap defenses—they don't work because the ball is already already has synergy. So if you don't, if you're not gonna let me cook, if you're not gonna and at least commit to picking up your man, which is whether it be—I I, I can't say the center, but whether it be one through four, you got to pick up that man at half court as soon as he comes and approach that four court. You got to be ready to pick him up at half court. Period. And Curry—he ignorant. We in a minute, we're gonna start seeing this dude shoot at half court just cause y'all picking him up at half court. Yeah, he might. Especially when they up. He might. And he got a higher percentage shot than some dudes who are throwing the line at the three point line. That's I ridiculous. I agree. That's ridiculous. And, and, and
0: like I said, we have to start treating them accordingly. They are special. So we have to start treating them special. Now, on the contrary to what you stated about picking them up at half court, I actually have another direction. What I would like to do is, I would like to put a cover three style defense on them. You views for the 22. You views from the 22. You figured out. I said it already on the uh, video, which is already going to be what? tagged in here. So, if you want to hit the video, you can. But, this is what I'm saying. Hit me out before you go in. Yes, so, yes. That cover three was based on three things. Ball pressure. Help side roaming. And taking away the big play. So, my guys on the wing should be taking away that, that that outlet chest pass from the opposite end of the court to the wing. That has to be taken away. Those are my Richard Shermans. No deep passes. Those ain't going. Now, if you catch it at half court, that's fine. I'll be waiting for you. I'll be waiting for you probably with a nice two-foot cushion. there. then we go draw the line and be like, all right, let's see what's, what's what. But that has to be taken away immediately. Now, when we do get in the half court offense they set a lot of screens I need the person who's guarding the man that's setting the screen to be active in the passing lanes you're going to have to be the linebackers now okay so So that's when Iverson came into play because Iverson was the best at being able to read the pass and keep in mind Iverson played DB back in high school so of course he knows this but he was able to read the past or anticipate the next pass from areas in which his man wasn't around and he was fast enough to capitalize on it and take those steals and turn it into office.
1: Now watch this. Mm-hmm. The cover three. Now the cover three concept is pretty good. Here's the only thing that makes the cover three concept different. the uh, twenty-two, shout him out. Uh, that's the crew shefty vic jr we do this hey man we gotta check us out anchor facebook twitter instagram we got it um so look the cover three concept means one thing though you see how you said you want to take away those deep passes we can do those because we got five people on the course so we got two people to take away those on both sides right but it also requires that the free it also requires that my free safety probably my best athlete is probably in the middle of the field, kind of waiting on something. Mm-hmm. I Meaning, in the middle of the court, looking. Okay, so which way are you going? And that person from the pat from the passer has to be the person who initiates any type of immediate trap, any type of ball pressure coming from that particular spot. So when I say ball pressure, I'm talking. You see the ball going, you go where the ball goes mm-hmm. immediately, and then that person who was who was in that spot. What they do, see, here's where the Seattle Seahawks then come into play. And this is why this was so genius. Oh, let me cook. Please. Look. When the when that man when my free safety goes and he takes this man and takes where the ball is going, that means the man who had that ball, he needs to go back and drop back and take his spot. Yep. So that yep. means that the communication has to be A1. You got to trust the man who's supposed to do this job. Hey, as Bill Belichick would say, do your job, son. Hey, man, let us cook, damn it. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, you have to but you have to think of these terms because everybody understands, you know, the rule change of the NBA, you know, it's a legal defense for to be in the paint. But they allow you to be in the paint for two seconds, though, three seconds, though. Two seconds is a long time in basketball. Absolutely. Like, people don't use that two seconds enough against Golden State. Sometimes I wouldn't even mind getting a three-second violation just to establish, we're taking this away. Because while they're hitting all these threes, which I got to remember, too, is the last four years of their dynasty, they've been top five in points in the paint.
1: <laughs> That's scary.
0: That's the part that people don't see. <laughs> so those threes are the knockout blows. But what people don't understand it is they invest into the body, too. A lot.
1: <laughs> and giving up that three, giving up that illegal defense, right? Giving up that three-second. Listen... All turnovers aren't are not created equal. All all free throws are not created equal. If you give up Golden State one free throw opposed to making them make and make them take the ball out from half court, you got a chance. Now, at they said there's a chance to defend them. That's what we're looking for. All you're looking for is the opportunity to be able to defend them. If you do not take that serious. Guess what you're going to, to get? Half. 90 points half. <laughs> yep. hey man, no. and, and Shout out to Clay, man. Everybody who was overreacting to his shooting slump, oh, don't boy. do it again.
0: Please. Don't
1: you do that again. He do. don't need to. Do MJ already said it, bro. He don't even need to dribble. If a man don't need to dribble, that tells you that he has no desire to do anything one-on-one. Everything he does is predicated on everybody else doing their job. Those are the scariest players that you've ever seen. This is equivalent to Ray Allen coming around. This is Jesus Shuttlesworth 2.0. He's just yeah. coming around off a screen, off a pin down, off a motion. Draymond Green, one of the great, he's probably one of the greatest in history at setting screens. Let me give him credit on that, too. Let me yeah. cook. Let me, let me give him credit there. And not to mention the fact they encourage this foolery. They encourage this foolery. Clay, no, don't dribble. Katie, like, no, I'll do the dribbling. You don't dribble. I don't want you to ever dribble the ball. I just want you to catch it in fire. And then you get games where you get a guy who scores 52 points in 26 minutes. I mean, what? It's ridiculous, man. I it think is. We need. A, I think we need a break. They need, they need a break, man. They need a break. <laughs> All right, man.
0: We're we going to cut the commercial break. We're going to be right back, man. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back. You have a serious problem. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll wait. Hey, the podcast was dope. I'm just going to let y'all know that right now. I I was really, I was really feeling that, man. That was, that was some good s What's going on, everybody? This is Greg Jones, uh, coming in, repping for 94 Feet of Life, uh, giving, you know, the uh, the voiceless of voice, you know, definitely want to uh, go ahead and uh, shout out a couple of things that I have going on coming up this high school season. Hoops for Pink, December 26th to the 29th. Mag Jokes Invitational, January 1st to the 3rd. And the MLK Classic, January 21st. All
1: three events located in Northwest Indiana.
0: Uh-huh. And we are back like we never left. Yo, check this out, man. We are, you know, carving up ways to be able to at least contain these new offices in the NBA. And pretty much, if you haven't been listening at first, if you're just tuning in, we decided to go to Seattle uh, Seahawks way. Yes, I know that's football and we're playing basketball. But when Peyton Manning was breaking all of those records, it took a special type of defense to be able to slow him down in which they won the Super Bowl now the difference is between basketball and football is you only got to beat them one time so I don't think that this team is going to lose this year I'm just going to be honest I don't but I think what they we have to start doing if we're other teams is we have to start planning on ways outside of the box on how we're going to guard them got to Absolutely. I mean they're not going anywhere. I mean, at the very least, they're probably gonna lose one person out of five, at the very least. So they still gonna be a problem.
1: What if I told you that? What if I told you that what if this is this is this is crazy what to say? What if I said to you that something as simple as losing clay, and now I'm not saying I want them to lose clay, but guys like McKinney. And if McCall decided he ever wanted to come and play basketball again, there that is. If those two players decided that they want to play moving forward long-term for Golden State the next couple of years, you're pretty much just replacing Clay with two people. They draft well. They do everything particularly well. Uh, Jordan Bale is is Draymond Green's little distant cousin.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So all of their talent, the only unique talent on that team – the only unique talent on that team is 30 and 35. Everybody else, they got a duplicate or a clone somewhere.
0: They got somebody oh. who can play like them. Oh, let's not forget the dude that they got chilling for the playoffs. They just got on ice. Oh, He's very oh, unique.
1: Hey, it's like in the words of the great Tony Montana, you know, I keep this man on ice for you, man. Uh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I don't know what you... what. So what you going to do when Boogie get it in the, in the mid post? And he get he hits you with the clap. We I call it the clap, you know, because that means you're about to get this work. So he hits you with the clap and then KD cut, and then he just passes it to KD and KD KD dunk or smacking on glass.
0: What what do now you do this, against it? The, no, this is this is where it gets bad. It gets bad. I ain't even talking about, I'm not even talking about uh Bill Boogie on offense because they already putting them 90 points and a half, so clearly they don't need that part. I'm talking about the fact that you have the only other big man besides Anthony Davis and maybe Joel Embiid that if they are switched out on the guard, the guard ain't gonna just get around them. Oh, man. Uh, 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 they're not done. They're not done. And you probably got the only other guy who for the last four or five years besides AD again has been averaging... What mid 20s and 13 plus boards a a season? What about 45
1: assists? Don't forget to
0: assist. So, so now (laughs) the paint is a wrap. That's what I said. I only want to talk to talk about offense because obviously they're good on offense. Let's talk about the fact that now the way that you were supposed to be able to beat them, which is like have the Clint Capellas of the world, you know, punish them for having the the, the small ball lineup, so to speak, or the death lineup, whatever they want to call it. You can't do that no more. Clito Capella ain't punishing no boogie on the boards. You crazy?
1: No, he he ain't punishing no. He's on punishment from the
0: boards. (laughs) So now it's like you literally have no weakness on that team. The only weakness you could have said, and it was a reach, but the only weakness you could have said was maybe the offensive boards was open. But what happened with that was KD just stepped up. Like we talked about on the previous podcast, KG just stepped, KD just stepped up and just secured all boards. And, you know, JaVale McGee was timely in the minutes that he played, and he held down the paint very well. Now you have DeMarcus Cousins in there. So now KD don't got to go get the rebound. Now KD could let Draymond and Cousins do what they do best, and he could just get on an all-out sprint, which is going to be even worse. That's why you really need this cover three that we talked about. You now. It's a it's a necessity now because now KD don't
1: even got a crash. And the sad the sad part about this that makes this worse is what if what if Boogie is one of the is very very unique because when you watch Boogie in Sacramento and even in New Orleans the last few years when he get the ball off the backboard he puts it. He pushed it. So now you got Draymond pushing it and Boogie pushing it. And now you got the three most dead... The three. Listen. Lethal Weapon 3 was a movie with Danny Glover and... Uh, what's his name? Mel Gibson. Now these folks got Lethal Weapon 5.
0: hmm
1: So then what, what are you going... What are you, I mean, what do you... You got to pick your poison. So once again, this is where matchups come into play. I mean, I got some teams that could potentially do it, but it's only because they hang their hats on the defensive end of the floor. The problem with those teams are they don't move the ball enough offensively
0: to And like I stated, don't get it twisted. Like, all of the things that I was talking about, how you couldn't contain them, was specifically designed to contain this team that I'm looking at right now. I have yet to even try to think about what to do when they bring that monster. I don't even know really the only thing that i'm hoping is that they can't sign all of them next year to be real I mean. that's really what i'm hoping i'm like one of them got to go now <laughs> katie clay one of them has got to go like that's the only thing i'm begging on in my head at this point because i can't even fathom even attempting to try to go against that so but eventually i will but i have to see it first i have to see how they incorporate them i have to you know, see how they're using them and what ways they're using them, you know, all of that. So, I can't, and that, that's why I say if they have them on ice for playoffs, it's even worse, because you have no game plan for them. You've been playing them four four or five times this season, or two or three times this season, and they just got hip-chilling, and that's a whole other weapon you gotta worry about that you've never even seen them incorporate.
1: Shaking my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ugly, like, You know I want to believe in miracles too I mean you know but and let's just be real if he comes back healthy it's going to take somebody else to be injured it's going to take a lot of stuff for them to lose and I'm not going to say anything is impossible but it's highly fucking improbable that's
1: that's just the problem with it all together it's just you can't put when a team is assembled this way and it's a selfless culture and as a selfless culture, it makes it damn near un, it makes it damn near impossible for you to make any make anything happen against this particular team, because every man from one to fifteen, from head coach down to the trainer, all have the same principles, the same thing in mind, and the been the thing the thing that I always say. And, and my studio and my groups and anything that I, that I that I put forth and I say this even with you guys you can't be, bi- one man can't be bigger than the thing and in that organization nobody's bigger than the thing and the thing is the is the Larry O'Brien
0: absolutely and you know just to kind of bring it back full circle with this cover 3 and the reason why I say I don't want to even think about it because let's say the cover 3 actually does take away those 20-30 points that they're getting easily, well DeMarcus Cousins is Rob Gronkowski, man. Woo.
1: And Kevin Durant I let, is Randy Moss. I, I,
0: I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I let I let my football heads marinate on what I just said. there. I know Mo gonna go crazy on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, yeah, he gonna he gonna like that a lot. Yeah, I know he gonna go crazy. Shouts out to Mo. So, I see you, boy. <laughs> so check this out, look, man. We gonna that, move it it doesn't. Time. We're gonna bring it all full circle. Now, I am going to say this though. This ain't even about Golden State no more. This is just in general. We gotta touch base on the pick and roll, which you started talking about earlier, but people didn't know what I was talking about. So right now, the way the pick and roll is being guarded, big men literally are giving them, giving these guards a running start, and they are sitting in the mid-range area in the defensive stance while they get a head start, and the point guard actually runs over the screen and is chasing the point guard after he has a full head of state. Which gives the big fella that set the screen a full all-out sprint to the basket without even being touched. First off. But it also gives your point guard a full downhill dribble without being impeded. Like I
1: stated. You can't give that you can't give that that drive to to any of these guards. None. I mean... Let me say this. You can't give that drive to Ish Smith, and Ish Smith is not even a great point guard.
0: Nah, Ish Smith doing
1: too. work on that same play that you just said. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, oh, I'm no. You
0: and and, and, and that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, any guard in this league, if you give that to Cameron Payne, he's going to figure out a way to get 15 and 20. You just can't give any of these guards in the league that look. So, what we were stating is, Whatever happened to the old school Detroit Pistons of 2004, hedge, rotate back to get big, and let them play one on one like they're supposed to. Because with the hedge, what the hedge does is, and Rashid Wallace, and also shouts out to Traff, he said uh, Chris Bosh does as well. What the hedge does is, and this is how you would properly hedge, so. For my people who like to coach or whatever, this is. I'm gonna try to describe this the best way I can over the over this podcast. So, man, sets a pick. What you want is you want your back foot next to the screen setter's foot, and you want to get wide as possible with your arm out. The only thing that they're gonna have to they can do is go around. If they go through you, it's a charge. They try to dribble between your legs. I hope you're good enough to not fall for that. But even then. They are going at a lateral play away from the basket anyway. They're not getting downhill. That's the whole point of the hedge. You take away the downhill drive. Now, what Rasheed Wallace made, made so special about this is after, and his discipline is so perfect on this, because he never does it too early. He never does it too late. See, when you do it too early, that's where it opens up the split that Mark Price made popular. Gordon D. Wade actually uh, made popular as well. So when you open up too early, it's a split and they get downhill anyway. What Rasheed Wallace does is he sits there, waits for you to dribble around him. Once you dribble around him, that same back foot that's next to the screen setter's foot, he lifts it up to give the guard not one, but two lanes to be able to go through and cut off his man. So I call it opening the gate. So he opens the gate, turns and sprints right to his man. They li- you literally have nothing there. You've done nothing but waste time when it's played that way. Because by the time you get to pass it, he's already a reco- he's already recovered. By the time you get to turn the corner, the point guard is already there, ready to guard. So yeah, you got your Steph Curry's of the world who probably could come off of that off of the head to just shoot from thirty feet, and yeah, you have the the, the Kyrie Irvin's of the world who. Can probably do a five piece dribble combination and figure it out. But look how much energy and how much work that takes. And that's all you want to do is make them work. All right, now I tag you in. Sorry about that. I had to cook
1: a little bit. No, 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 no. See, you know, I just had to make sure you had your seasonings, you know, and everything else so you can cook properly. Right. Big picture, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a defense can be really, really simple if you play together. I know it's not, it may sound easier said than done but the goal is is to try to get contested jumper as many contested jumpers as you possibly can to go along with making it as hard as possible for people to score now i do understand that people shooting threes at the, at a, at the rate as if they are layups but the bigger picture is the more contested the jumper is the better opportunity they have to miss the only players who don't miss contested jumpers is that damn 35 for the most part he takes oh. a lot of shots that there is no contest for because he's seven feet tall that's i mean that's really that's really it in a nutshell
0: yeah and just uh give y'all geek stat alert um katie is actually shooting over 50 percent on all defenses that's covered on him. so that means zero to two feet if you guard him he's shooting 60 percent from now on 1.3 attempts uh two to four feet which is tight defense He's shooting about 55% from there. He's actually missing more open. (laughs) I wish I was making this up. He actually missed it. Right now, he is missing more open. But last year, after the whole complete season was over, he was the only player in this NBA that shot over 43% from everywhere on the floor. That's ridiculous. And if it was inside the arch shot 50% everywhere on the floor inside the arch. So the only time he shot 43% was from three, which is what you want. It's actually a 10% increase on what you want from a three-point shot. So literally there was no shot you can give him that wasn't a higher percentage shot than what you want, because you ultimately just want to score one point per possession. Well, every shot he took was at least one point per possession, if not more. So on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Jerm, go ahead
1: and take us home man man let's let's just make this real simple y'all yo. do your damn homework hedge the screen do something Think outside the box i mean at least paint them or something <laughs> we just got we gotta do better period that's all i need
0: to say it's true man i'm out man